Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Mini? Mini so Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers. So if you have not read through A Court of Silver Flames... Stop listening. Stop listening or prepare <laughs> to be spoiled. Yes. You have two options. We will let you decide. Mm-hmm. But alas, we recommend. <laughs> Stop listening. Um, This week, we're talking Cassian. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. If I... I Resand is my bat boy pick. Mm-hmm. Obviously. To the core, he is and will always be my bat boy pick. Cassian is a very close second. Yeah. Honestly. I don't know. Do you feel the same? I don't know. I feel like your ranking is different. It is and it's not. I love Cassian so much, but I love Osriel and I love yeah. Re- I love all of them. They're Can't, all perfect. Am I hearing that you can't pick a favorite? No. Reese is definitely my favorite. Okay. No. Reese for sure. But I, I'd probably pick Oz second. Oh. And then Cassian third. But just like barely. Just like a touch. Yeah. But for different reasons. I don't know. They're just so different. Yeah. It's very hard to... Can I tell you something that I think is really funny, though? Yes. Is when we have talked about our husbands. Yes. We have agreed that yours is most like Cassian <laughs> and mine is most like Asriel. And they are at the bottom of our list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, respectively, it's the three of them and all three are wonderful. Right. But I just think that's that funny. That is funny. <laughs> Yeah, you would think I would pick Cassian. You, based on you that, are married. I am married to somebody just like Cassian. <laughs> but and the more I think about it, I am very much married to someone who is quite like Asriel. Yep. He's like eighty percent Asriel. He, you know, what? he's like three fourths Asriel, mm-hmm. and then like the other twenty five percent, it's probably like. 1510 of like Rhysan and Cassian because mm-hmm. he's got that like warrior trainer nature with his like teaching and right. all of that and then he also has his like brooding sarcastic I don't care what anyone thinks of me nature mm-hmm. which is very Rhysand but I think that's his distribution of the three <laughs> anyway I just thought that was funny was like how did we end up in that order so anyway yep. Cassian that's <laughs> who we're talking about today yep um he is the last of the Bat Boys that we're kind of doing profiles on, so we'll walk through... Backstory, yep. relationships, everything. All the thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, do let's you start with... Backstory? Sure. He is a bastard-born Illyrian. Mm-hmm. Rhysand met him at the Illyrian training camps. Um, we find out that he's kind of a bully yeah. at those camps, but it's because he is a bastard, so he's he's kind of that natural, like, having to, like... Prove himself. Yeah. He also has nothing too. So he is nothing. bullying and fighting these people to get new clothes and right. things of that he's nature. Like living in the woods, basically. Right. Which it's like, that's such a harsh place like, to grow Especially up. Especially for a way. kid. It's wild. So we've already gone through like Resan and Asriel stories. So we know very well Resan kind of like gets Cassian to come into his home because he doesn't want him to just be sitting out in the woods. Right. And, and his, sleeping. he basically 
he didn't abandon his mom, but his mom was left back yes. at the, I don't even know what it's called. It's not, it's, it's, not, it's also like a different Illyrian village. I think. Yeah. Illyrian village. Thank you. Um, and he was taken to this training camp and his mom was killed while she was left there. Yeah. Which just being like overworked so and terrible, terrible, yes, terrible. He has a very, it reminds me of like, um, Star Wars mm-hmm. when like Anakin goes and like kills all those people that took his mom. Mm-hmm. You remember, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I hate Are you Anakin. not a Star Wars person? I, some, I like the original Star Wars, the ones with Anakin. I can't watch. He's the worst actor ever. Are you ever, joking Ever, right ever. Now? No, I am dead serious. <sighs> <laughs> but Ewan McGregor is in those. And... I love Ewan McGregor. Anakin Skywalker is the suckiest actor Does Ewan McGregor not ever. save that for you? No, no, not at really? all. He goes, I'm so emotional. That's his line. No, and he... he says it with zero emotion. It's the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. I hate Anakin, but I hate him because he's a whiny crybaby. Yeah, who's the worst actor? I can't. I can't. I literally can't watch it. Like he's worse than Kristen Stewart in Twilight, and that's horrible. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's horrible. I, I literally cannot watch Star Wars because Anakin is so bad. That. Okay, that was a tangent. Sorry. But... Okay, so for those who have actually watched the rest of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> It reminds me of that because it's like he he finds out his mom was like taken as a slave mm-hmm. and those people essentially worked her to death. Gotcha. And he like loses his shit on them and like kills all of them. This is when he's starting to transition into the darker side. So anywho, the difference is this Cassian doesn't shift into the darker side. But no. he he went back and when he grew up and took care of business. Oh yeah. Went after all the people that yeah. hurt his mom, which I can appreciate and yes. understand. Well, and it's so sad too because I remember reading it was like... He still doesn't know where his mom's buried. Like, no. they refuse to tell him. Which is so sad. It's just... You just like, want to know their resting place. Why? Yeah. People are so mean. Um. So anyway, he ends up at the Illyrian camp, bullying, living on his own. Rhysane takes him in. They eventually become buddies because Asriel joins. And thus, the Bat Brothers are born. Right. Um. He was Rhysane's general. Mm-hmm. Um, it is his general of his armies. Um, he's kind of worked himself through the ranks because even before Resand, when Resand's dad was High Lord, um, he was in still proving himself and doing all of that. Right, because so, he's he's also one of the two Illyrians that has seven siphons worth yes, of power. So so much one power. of the most powerful Illyrians ever. Mm-hmm. And then he also during his time in the Illyrian war camps, he slept with more. Yes, there's that interesting dynamic. Yeah, to kind of. I guess help her from being sold to right. Autumn Court. Yes, we Granted, talked about he didn't that really in know the more episode. That, but yeah, I don't know if she would have let him in on all of no, that. No, I don't think so. I think he found out after the fact. But either yeah. way, he slept with more. Yes, and then Azrael was jealous, and there's and then that you got whole that love triangle mm-hmm. kind of thing going. That's not really a love triangle, just like an awkward triangle. Yep. <laughs> um, something that I really appreciate about Cassian that I think makes him unique mm-hmm. between like Rhysand and Asriel right. and Asriel's had a oh, super hard background in life mm-hmm. but Cassian has what Pharaoh describes as like this hunger yeah that I don't think is necessarily something that is pivotal to Asriel's personality but it, it's like that hunger of like fighting to be better and fighting to be more and wanting yeah. all of that like I think that's something that's unique to him where he has 
such an energy about things yes. because of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why her and Cassian connect so well. Right. Because they understand each other in that way. Yeah. And he's so positive all the time. Yes. All the time. And I love that so much Looks about on him. the bright side. Mm-hmm. Even like in the shittiest of circumstances. I know. You see it so much in A Court of Silver Flames. Him yes, like with Nesta. Turning oh my these gosh. situations. He's the only person that could ever put up with her. Oh my lord. Yes, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's talk about him and Nesta. That's his mate. That is his mate, which I was shocked and so sad at the same time. <sighs> but it worked I out. I didn't know if it was necessary for them to be mates. I don't think... Every love story in this series Mm -hmm. has to end with mates. No, but I do think, you know, it makes it, as we've talked about, Silver Flames kind of is fan fiction-y. Yes. Of all of the ones that SJM's written, it's the most fan fiction. So it makes sense that they would be mates in that book. That's true. If we're writing from that, like, romance novel context, right? right? Mm Because we definitely had a shift Right. And how this book was written since it was from Nesta's perspective. It mm-hmm. definitely read like a romance novel. And I think Nesta Those would just... have happy endings. They do. I think Nesta would just also be pissed if she didn't have a mate and Farah had a mate. <laughs> and... So she just willed it into being. I think she... <laughs> yes. But also, can you imagine like she'd be so happy with Cassian, but then she'd always have that little comparison in her head. Thinking right. she's not... Farrah's still better. Farrah still thinks she's better. Yeah. Whatever. I think I she had that. to have... The mate title also just to level the playing field, quote unquote. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, speaking really quickly though of, of a court of silver flames mm-hmm. and it being fan fictiony and very spicy. Very. Um, a friend of ours made a comment and I just think it's so funny and very true. She said that she thinks SJM was distracting us <laughs> <laughs> with all of the spicy scenes yes. and the getting what we want because in the background shit is going down that's going to like come to fruition in the future yep. book. So I'm intrigued to see. It definitely is possible because that was a spicy book. Oh my God. Mm-mm-mm. Cassie and the Lover and the Warrior. Cassie and the Lover is incredible. I love Cassie and the Lover. I, I love... I just appreciated everything yes. about that. <laughs> everything. Nesta's just a lucky lady. She's Let's very lucky. Anyway, we'll just, yeah, you're yeah. right. That's the polite way to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite Nesta and Cassian moment, though, mm-hmm. is in when we, when we did the um, this or that, you brought yeah. it up. And it's at, towards the end of Akawar, mm-hmm. when they think they're going to die. Oh, Yes. Like, I my only regret is that we didn't have more time together. I know. It was beautiful. I know. It was so sweet. Her saving Cassian. Yes, her throwing her body over I him. I know. Like, that to me is epic romance level. Yes. And they like, weren't even together. They weren't even together. Yeah, that's Nesta's but best But they were moment. both feeling it. I know. Mm, I love it. Um, but I think you see this especially with Nesta in A Court of Silver Flames, but you also see it with Feyre in like what we were just reading mm-hmm. is he does a really good job at being like a trainer slash coach. Yeah. Like he, he does it very holistically mm-hmm. and he really like brings people 
out of their shells and into their power. Like yeah. you see that with all of the um, priestesses mm-hmm. in Silver Flames when he like kind of starts that like priestess training camp basically yeah. with Nesta. <laughs> Um, and so I just think that's a, that's a special thing that not everyone can do. Yeah. And so it's really cool and impressive that that's a part of his story. Yeah. Cause he's training them both physically and emotionally and mentally, yeah. which is amazing. It's ve- it's all of the pieces, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. I really like that about Cassian. Um, speaking of the training though, he also, I love this is like actively fighting in the Illyrian war camps for women mm-hmm. to have equal, like fighting time and training time and power so and not you, have their wings clipped and not have their wings clipped so you get to see a little bit of feminist cassian also. yes <laughs> and it's just it's cool that that's like a mission of his like yeah. you kind of get insight into that i think they also mention it in like frost and starlight too mm-hmm. where he's like actively going to these camps checking right. on them coaching. and i think it's probably partly because of what happened to his mom exactly he's trying to make sure this doesn't happen to any other illyrian females yeah. which I hate that that happened to him, but I think it's awesome that he's using it as motivation to like help make change. Yeah. So. Oh, one other thing that I remembered, um, this happens in, I believe it's mist and fury, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it would have been in mist and fury. Um, how he very early on in meeting and getting to know the Archeron sisters Mm -hmm. swears to protect them. Yes, I love that. And then at the end of this book, he's like wings shredded, I know. crawling on the <sighs> ground. That was such an epic moment it for really him. It really was. He gives everything. Everything. Like he stands by his word so much. And I love that about him. Yes. He like, like, I feel like some people live life at like 60%, mm-hmm. 70%. He's like at 200% yes. at all times. Mm-hmm. It is. Everything he has to give. literally to the point of his potential death and exhaustion yes and it's a phenomenal characteristic in a person it is yeah so i respect that about him a lot yeah and he's always just so happy even when he's like even when happy sorry but it's just he's fun yeah he has this weird like the the french call it like the joie de vivre yeah you know if i was french i'd agree but I, I don't know what that means, but yes. Joy of life. Like there's, it's not the idea of being like inherently happy, yeah. but just like finding joy in life. He's a glass half full kind of guy. Yeah. It's like three fourths full or maybe even like <laughs> full full. It's like hundred percent full all yeah. the time. But it, but, but you also see it's like, I don't think he's like, like, yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's ignorant to what's no. going on at the same time which not is not at like all he's so aware not of everything an easy balance at all no so anywho okay we talked background we talked love we talked relationships mm-hmm. we talked power yeah anything else i don't think so think he's a just thing. a joy to read he is a joy to read mm-hmm. he's the kind back when back in my fan fiction writing mm-hmm. days and reading days He's the character you love to write and read. Yes. And like, so I just, special, special place in my heart for yeah. him, for sure. We all need a Cassian in our life. We do. That was fun. Yep. Yay, Cassian. Um, Next week's mini, we're going to get psychoanalytical. Doing Enneagrams. Enneagrams. Um, so looking forward to that. Yes. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at Fairies and Fangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.